The programme which follows is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. You're listening to Very Loose Women. Obviously, the song that you just heard was the theme tune to Rama Twist, the hit Australian TV show. I kind of, I was just thinking when we were listening to it, obviously we were all really having a little dance. Some people in the room said, that's a massive tune. And I kind of just thought, imagine you were at a club and they dropped that song. I just think mm. everyone would go wild. Definitely. And I actually don't think I've ever seen that show. But I was like, what a great song this oh, is. Oh, you never heard it before? No. Um, it's really fun. Also, just for the listeners at home, in case they're, in case they're not sure, I'm Emma. This I'm is- Leo. And we've also got a special guest in the studio. She's insisted that I address her as the Right Honourable Jennifer Jane Rossdale. <laughs> Hi, Jenny. Hi, how's it going? You're right. And also, of course, as usual, we've got um, sound engineer Ilya, who'll be contributing tonight. Hello. You might have guessed from that little snippet um, that we're going to be talking about TV soon enough. But we're going to start things off with some gripes and mini celebrations. Let's just go right ahead and play this amazing gripe that was um, sorry a mini celebration that was sent in by our Twitter fan so we'll come back to it but thank you Phyllis Hi again, here I am with um, another mini celebration last Friday we um, got a new kitchen and I'm afraid this sounds really domestic but I'm super glad we we bought our own kitchen and it fits the space it it has a lot of space and now um It's not that cramped anymore. It looks pretty and um, we plan to stay in this apartment for quite some time. So, yep, that's something to celebrate for me this week. Thanks so much for this, for sending that in. Um, I wanted to add a few things before we go in to discuss the various ramifications of Phyllis redoing her kitchen. She also mentioned that she has her first ever (laughs) dishwasher, which is in this new kitchen of hers and so she's not going to she's not going to need to do the dishes but also that was her so that was her mini celebration a continuation of but also she asked me cuz she so she added me on or oh, I added her I can't remember but on Instagram they're firm friends now Instagram listener. and Facebook and yeah we're proper friends um, but her gripe was that uh, she's not going away this summer so that that is Phyllis's gripe but most importantly I just wanted to mention that, that the idea for tonight's topic did come from her suggestion to do children's stories which then kind of morphed into tv shows and now that we're Facebook friends I had a little look at her Facebook pictures and actually there were profile pictures Stalker. of Snufkin from the Moomins which is eerie because I have frequently been told that I look like Snufkin from the Moomins so that's another thing apart from the fact that she listens to our show that we just have take the damn hat off it'll stop <laughs> good <laughs> advice as <laughs> ever um okay so I obviously we all love Phyllis on the show um, Who the hell is Phyllis? Exactly right. No, no, we love Phyllis, and I kind of I'm enjoying this like very slow like drip feed of information about her. You know, like some little clues here and there of what she's really like. She likes roller derby, which is really Wait, cool. I mean, apart she's from- real. Well, okay. Oh so my God, yeah, here, we we are. She's a figure here we are. That's, that's exactly where I'm going on with this because I, I've she's got a definitely of, a real person. A couple of suspicions about Phyllis, if I'm honest. Um, just because, like, with Leo, Leo has this kind of like penchant, if you will, for accents. 
you know, we've all we've all met Melanie, the Australian, the, the Antipodean friend of the show. And I just have this like little suspicion that maybe Leo is kind of catfishing us all. Is Leo I'm really not. Phyllis? Phyllis is a real. Oh my goodness, Phyllis, back me up here. Phyllis is a real. <laughs> yeah, Phyllis, sure I can't you hear you now. Really so. didn't want to talk about dishwashers, Leo, and this was your outlet. <laughs> On a serious a note, person. Phyllis, thank you so much for sending that clip in. Thank um, you. I look forward to further communications from you. <laughs> Has anyone else got a gripe or a celebration they want to share? Obviously, we're all celebrating that. Uh, yet again, Phyllis has provided us. Yeah, with that some was my main um, mini celebration of the week. Actually, I also finished work today for the term, Woo! which is fun, and it's really sunny. So that's my other mini celebration. No, that's Interesting, because I think some people in the room would consider that a gripe. Jos, for our listeners at home who might not be aware, you are in fact ginger. <laughs> Can you tell us how that's affected you this past week? I'm sure they could tell on the radio. I was ginger. I've got a whine about my voice. Um, no, well, yeah, so it's very hot. And um, obviously gingers don't like that. I feel like a big frog, like a big unhappy hot frog <laughs> is what I feel like. And uh, yeah, and I get immediately sunburnt uh, at night. And um, <laughs> it's just everything about it is unpleasant. I stick to things, the walls. Uh, <laughs> every time I sit down, I just stuck to the wall. I, it's, it's awful. And I work in a hospital and I ride. Stick I to the cycle patients. in and I'm just covered in, yeah, I stick to the patients. Sort of, yeah, it's just awful. I'm dripping everywhere. I work in the, in the, currently I'm on microbiology though, so you step into the lab and it all sort of cools down a bit. But, and then I just a sort of slightly happier frog. But yeah, no, it's awful. The only good thing about it is that it's the time of year when everyone whines about the weather as much as gingers do. So, we finally everyone else feels the heat like I do in the middle of December. So it's kind of feel less alone. Feel less alone. That's lovely. That is a mini celebration. I suppose. I I suppose it is. Yeah, I suppose it is. Misery loves company. (laughs) Yes, that's true. Do you have any words of wisdom? Yeah. Well, I've um, I spent the whole day in uh, an old concrete block, which is my university, and uh, there's no air conditioning there, and the uh, windows only open so far. And we had to spend, we had to have a picnic inside. So it was our end of year picnic. <laughs> and we had it inside while the Maybe weather was really beautiful outside. Question, but why was it inside? I think because it was too hot outside. That was the argument. Which That's doesn't ridiculous. really make sense. I agree sense. with that. It can be too hot to go outside or, I, to, or mm, to exist. I think they just, they feared that once they got us outside, they'll never get us back in again. <laughs> and there, was, uh, there were lectures scheduled throughout the day. Mm. It's a crazy plan. Um, okay, so my gripe of the week. Okay, so I decided today, because basically all of my usual well-fitting, um, or my main bras, if you will, are quite sweaty, and I only have, yeah, I have two bras actually fit. So I was like, do you know what? I'm not going to do laundry. I'm going to wear my sports bra today. Mm. So I thought, I'm just going to bite the bullet. I'm going to wear, you know, an unsupportive sports bra. It's going to be fine. I'm going to handle it. And within about five minutes of leaving the house, I realized that I was totally unprepared for, like, how unsupportive my boobs are um but like i just had too many social engagements throughout the day that i couldn't go home and change my bra so i just kind of decided to roll with it but right now i've got like i'm actually while i'm talking pressing my boobs to my chest i didn't really realize i was doing it but i'm kind of just rocking this like uni boob situation i feel like it's like a one boob my sister used to call that titty clops i like that that's mm. nice in uni boob mm. but um or mono boob mm. well you know you're a classic scholar which mm. would you say uni or mono boob mm. i think <laughs> you love you love the question <laughs> una boobus una bobo una boborum <laughs> oh which okay i'm i'm think, still not sure what the answer is i think titty clops i like titty clops that's very that's lovely mm. um but i thought you know what i'm gonna like reclaim it. i'm gonna celebrate it and just be like 
People can deal with it. I, I can have... deal with it. I mean, I think I'm quite sticky more than I would be. But you never know. I've got a question though, Emma. Why is your sports bra the least supportive of all your bras? That's the opposite. It should be sort of my sports bra is sort of a piece of of sheet metal that I strip brown <laughs> yeah, like myself. Yeah, I like it. I was kind of inspired by it. Doesn't let I... anything move. I've still got marks from wearing it yesterday. It's not. It's a permanent feature. It's sort of. When I basically the one successful time I wore this, I was actually wearing two bras. I'm quite a fan of a two bra look. I don't know how you feel about that. Bras. I do, right? But today, you know what? Are not you made sure of money or made of bras, and not some cooked spaghetti that you've accidentally put on. What? Is that what it looks like? <laughs> what um, it sounds like from your description. I mean, it should be a sort of rigid and immovable object. Like a chastity belt of some mm, sort. It's basically bra. what you're saying is, I don't need you right now, breasts. I'm strapping you down. You're going away, and you'll pop up again when I need you later. Um, but for now, if I need you later, for now, yeah, if I need you later, for now you're going into storage or hibernation, and I'm just getting rid of them. That's how I feel about it. But um, I mean, it's not comfortable, sure. Well, I'm not comfortable now. But anyway, look, I've got a uni boob. Only the people in the studio can see it, but I'm just letting everyone know. But like, I've just decided that that's fine. That's the way I look now. And or sorry, a titterclop. Is that what you called it? Mm. I'm intrigued though. What about? A, what, how would you do three though? Can you, if you had a bra so poor that you had people you get, get four, four don't they? Get, four I've never seen common. three. I think that's that would be quite a skill. Three? How would you, you have get to three do three clops, but then also have it quite tight at the side, so you got sort of. Some people have one boob. Most people have one boob than the other, and if they were quite, mm. quite, quite different, and then so then like the bigger one was like split a bit because you had like a too small bra cup on it. That could be three. Do people call into the show? No, because I was going to say people, call in. Do you have people a three? sometimes call in, but um, I don't think in this instance accidentally wrong number pizza delivery that sort of thing. Okay, well we'll ask them if anyone calls in by accident. Um, I have a gripe that is body related. Go on. But it's not to do with my boobs. Okay. I mean, it is annoying to wear bras when it's hot. I agree. But true. hey, it's annoying to wear bras generally. Um, so I wore my black plimsolls last week and they cut into my toes. Yeah, that's, that's your gripe. Yeah. I've got, um, I'm sorry to hear that. I've got a mini celebration, Socks. which is that um, I, I got my eyebrows done today. And as the kids would say, my eyebrows are on fleek, guys. What does that mean? That means like your eyebrows are neat. You know that one, Jay Ross, right? You've heard it. Most of your eyebrows are on the floor, mate. Wait. Maybe that's true. Because it hasn't threaded. I, I regret that joke. That's fine. <laughs> okay. So anyway, we thought we were going to talk about Oh, Leah, you've got a choice of a song that you want played. We are going to talk about our first ever TV memories and maybe things that we enjoyed as children. So I think Leah had a song which she wanted played. I'm not sure if that's possible to keep. It's up. a song it's... and the beginning of a show. Oh, yeah, sorry. It's a theme tune. And maybe our listeners who are calling in, no doubt, about the three boob situation and will also call in and say if they know what this song is. Exactly. Bill loved to wander across the downs. And as he wandered, he would imagine all sorts of extraordinary people, places and things. But, unfortunately, he had no one with whom he could share his adventures. I rather wish I had a friend, he thought. So, he used to go down to the fields, where he would watch his old Uncle Crispin gather mushrooms. Now, in the course so obviously Leo chose that, and you can tell because of a line, <laughs> I wish I had a friend. That is cruel, Emma. Very cruel. But it is from the show, the 1985 hit uh, cartoon <laughs> <laughs> called Bill the Minder, which was absolutely like one of my favourite VHSs growing up. 
And so I really wanted to play that. Mm. And actually, the rest of that episode, so the episode starts with Bill the Minder wandering the downs. Actually, every single episode starts, you can find them on YouTube, with Bill the Minder wandering the downs. He's soon to be joined by his cousins that he babysits, Bodicea and Chad. And on this occasion, he's walking through the downs and he sees Uncle Crispin picking mushrooms. And he can actually, Uncle Crispin is so good at picking mushrooms that he can hear the mushrooms coming out of the ground. Fantastic. You know what I, I've noticed as well, that su- surprisingly, no listeners called in to say that they knew what that show was. But do you which know, is depressing. there aren't enough things that start with Verdi, not enough children's programmes, a bit of opera to start them all off. I think remember, that's another very good point, Jenny. Do you yeah. remember briefly when Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles started with Debussy? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that was the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah. I think. Yeah. Nice, well done. Mm. Okay, so I thought to get us started, we could play a quick game of Name That Theme Tune. So I hope everyone's come prepared with a theme tune. I actually have two that I thought of because I'm not sure if people are going to get mine. So just like, we're going to hum them. And of course, yet again, listeners, you're all welcome to phone in or tweet tweet us on uh, at VLW Radio. Of course, you could do that if, you, if you're a Twitter fan. Um, who wants to go first, Jenny? Oh, right. <laughs> okay. Humming. I'm I like that excited. she's holding a piece of paper for her humming. To remind me what it's the good. words are for the humming. I know, she's got them writing down the words. Just says, sure you, can we clarify what humming is? <laughs> <laughs> All right, it just says a lot of M's on my page, so I'm just going to... Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so, okay. Three M's and two M's, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He's got it in one. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Now that means it's your turn. That was so good. But musical. But oh, bewitched? No. No. That sounds like blind date. No, it was Art Attack. Oh, oh yeah. really? Wow, I'm really sorry about that. Okay, Leo, your turn. Da, da, da. Oh, no, I'm so much worse at humming than I had in my head. Da, 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 da. <laughs> That's not fair, that Emma. One. You started laughing. You set her off. That's not fair. That's how the show works. If you can <laughs> if you can maintain your composure throughout the whole episode, then you win. Okay, sorry, Leo. Sorry again, I won't look at you. I'm covering my face. I don't want to t-shirt. do this. Okay, fine, fine. I'll do my one. <clears throat> Oh, it's really hard. How did you guys manage? Mine well, was friends, by the way. Thanks. Good. We'll do, we'll <laughs> do it backwards. We'll all hum it now you've told us what it is. They live a lot of little people. I've no idea what you're talking about. I don't know what it is. Stop. That was one of my favorites as a child. I also had another one. That I was, can I whack, whack up my what other one? What was that? Oh, sorry, that was the Poddington Peas. Jenny got it within like one second. With they were like little black peas. eye and the something. Yeah, they something, had, something too. They, all their names were to do with peas, so you would have like sweet pea and happy mm. and stuff. Quite similar to the next one I'm going to sing. Mm-hmm. I'm, I get to do too. Just... Oh, do you know what? I, if I could have done the start noise, it was like. Oh, that's, that's cinched it now. <laughs> <laughs> that's the start noise. Is that that one in the house with Mr. Blobby? Mm, was it that one in the house with Mr. Blobby coming in from the left there? Uh, was with a candlestick. Was it My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion? 
It was actually um, family Ness. <laughs> what is that? What? There are Loch Ness monsters. That might be the Scottish thing. Though. It really that's isn't even a Scottish thing. Scottish and there's thing. Elspeth and they like, blow their thistle. They have like little thistle that's whistles. N- never come south of the Hayden Wall. Like, it's not Scottish. And, like, yeah. Ferociousness. I, th- I can tell it's Scottish, not just because of the, Scot- the Loch Ness, but you clearly had to be drunk to enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand it. Outrageous. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about what TV shows we watched as children after that wonderful game of Name That name that guess that theme tune what was like what was your first tv memories of, of being a child jenny i think you had some oh yeah well so we didn't watch a lot of tv in in my house but um that's why we brought you on for the show. <laughs> exactly. this is not my special subject i don't know why i'm here but my cousin uh used to be allowed to watch a bit around her she'd watch saturday morning cartoons but she only had a little black and white tv so um i don't know if you ever watched the herbs um but they had this sort of big lion called Pasty the lion who was had a green mane and was green because he's a, a herb but um, I just didn't know he was anything except an ordinary lion because it was all black and white so I was like why is he hanging out with all these other weirdos but years later I learned the truth and I was devastated you were devastated not excited yeah, well you know and it just, you just found out in a lie and you're like well the world's not what I thought it was Parsley's not a normal lion that's hard I'm yeah, sorry yeah, to it was hear difficult that for black and white lie exactly <laughs> there we are that's what happens when you make the world into a black and white thing it's more simple than that there are shades of green in the middle <laughs> I just want to clarify um, are your cousins from the 50s yes they're from the 1950s I'd go back and go and visit them <laughs> back in time <laughs> yes we'd have to, we'd have to just to watch Parsley the Lion and mm, we'd listen up. to vinyl I'd put my hair up in a weird sort of thing. <laughs> in a beehive <laughs> yeah that's it and, uh, yeah we weren't allowed to tell them anything that happened after 1962 <laughs> swear loudly or wear anything <laughs> longer than a sort of miniskirt it was very odd times. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know why they had a black and white TV. I think um, there was a feeling it would save money in some way just by having one. I think <laughs> I, think, I think your water bill went down if you had a black and white TV. I'm not sure. <laughs> I have heard that before, yeah. Leah, yeah, what's your first TV well, memory? Yeah, I, I wasn't... We weren't a big TV household. Like, we had TVs, but we were allowed VHSs on TVs, them. TVs, plural. Yeah. I would say a, a big TV household has more than one TV. Okay, so... I was allowed to go into my parents' room to watch French TV. Mm-hmm. And then on our TV... Which was in another country. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know why. They, in, in their bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was like zero to six um, of my life. Between the ages of zero and six, yes. Oh, I thought you meant the channels zero to six. <laughs> that is okay. what it seemed like Leo might have been saying. Luckily, no, I can decode Leo. They, <laughs> they had the French channels. So mm-hmm. anyway, so we'd watch like a few things on there. But so there was... Oh, I can't remember. But anyway, it sucked bit annoying we had so we had these vhs's and i'd kind of watch them over and over but i've been for told our younger viewers vhs is like a rubbish way of watching youtube <laughs> or dvds yeah mm. oh yeah they still have dvds yeah. these days don't they but yeah. i'm not allowed to refer to any of these because it's not tv vhs is to you can DVDs. say what you want yeah. what it's cassette fine. tapes are to cds that sounds yeah. like an sat type exam question i'm just keeping the younger, younger guys like a logic they love puzzle. logic puzzles they're all about it the younger generation so I also was kind of curious. I mean, I, Poddington Peas were actually the, my first TV memory, first which is love. why my first <laughs> love was, was Sweet Pea. Yeah, but I was going to ask, is there any like particular moment on TV that you like really remember really shocking you? I had a moment in EastEnders, which I was definitely too young to be watching. Mm. And I remember it very, I very vividly. I, I blame whoever those parents were. Yeah, I blame them. But basically, I remember very vividly, there was a moment where... Um, Sharon, we all remember Sharon and, and Grant were married, and then mm-hmm. Sharon and Phil had an affair, and that's <gasps> Grant's brother. So obviously that's kind of crazy town. Shocker. And someone had recorded a conversation about it, and I remember like very vividly the words, and and it's Phil saying like we were just ripping each other's clothes off because they were having this affair, mm. and then Grant beat him up really badly, and I remember having nightmares about it. it Phil survived, everyone, but like I think for me it was Spoilers. quite shocking. I mean, what if my like cousins 20? are watching this from the 1950s? You know, <laughs> they still got another 20 years to catch up. Well, so exactly, you ruined right. it. You ruined it for them. 
I'm sorry. But mm. yeah, I found that quite traumatic, actually. And that, that, that was a trauma moment. What about you, Jenny? I know you had a moment. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't watch a lot of TV, but I did watch this one episode of Biker Grove that really stuck with me uh, because it was just awful. Anytime any little old lady gets sort of anything bad happened to them, it's always very upsetting. And basically, it was a really weird premise where like, this, t- this teenage couple would come around to their granny's house to like help her out in some way. And there's been some specific problems with the house. So there was a small hole in a pipe that had some water coming out of it. So she put a finger over this. The, the team. The team put a finger over this to stop the pipe going so her finger was wet crucial for the story just one finger wet from the pipe which that's much like that um, stopped fable she... of fable of the finger in the dike exactly it's a lot like that um except that she took a finger away and it was fine she'd fixed it so he went off to go and do something else helpful around the house and then the little old lady's like can you switch the tv on can you help me the tv's broken so she just sort of presses that but her finger's wet so she dies immediately oh, um, well, it's electric shock yeah it was awful wow so i didn't weep for her so much because i didn't i mean i hadn't really made a connection with her you know being a know. youth being a youth but the little old lady basically the boy came back in and went you know obviously it'd been a big loud bang and uh, she went what happened the little old lady tried to explain he went she touched that you stupid stupid woman and start shouting at her in a bad Geordie accent or that might just be me and then she just started crying and I started crying because the little old lady had been shouted at and was really upset and it was really sad oh gosh. yeah I was I but still also, remember I, I mean after that your health and safety standards like in your own house must mm. have shot right up yeah I never shouted at any old ladies and all my pipes were immaculate there you go and you don't touch switches when when you have wet hands I hope well even as a child I thought it it was ridiculous I thought she'd been fine probably just use one of your other fingers you've got so many of them I mean that's why (laughs) that's why you can get one wet but it's alright you've got one wet one dirty one sort of like burnt you know spares (laughs) one for the TV one's bright green I mean you know yeah, okay. <laughs> so your whole selection there. That's a nursery rhyme, isn't it? Um, Leah, any particular emotive moments? That you yeah, remember? so there's this episode of Lois and that one. You know, oh my god, the Superman one. Yeah, I used to watch that. So, so there was this episode where they are in a in like a shopping mall and they all get on credit card debt and they all have to work there eternally. And I do wonder if a lot of my political convictions have come from that. That one episode was so freaky. Wait, I, I'm sorry. I didn't, under, I didn't watch this program. I didn't understand the premise or why they got trapped there. And I don't know why your political affiliations were... I'm just... I'm sorry. You've gone on the journey and I've not come with one. you. I thought you were talking about the Superman show, Lois and Clara. Yes, that show. There's an episode Superman has to come and change stuff. But there's this show that completely goes completely off of the whole kryptonite scenario. And, and it's just about credit card fraud. <laughs> Yes, I'm actually not kidding. It's in it's in like this mall. Somehow Groundhog Day comes into it, but that is completely unrelated on this particular point. Was this a nightmare you had? No, the, so that's what's so weird about this episode of Superman is that you start working there and then you start buying stuff and then you get into credit card debt and then you have to continue working there because you're in so much debt. And that, it it's just so... That's just real life. Well, also, it's so relevant to today, today's, you know, society. Mm. Touching. What about you? Any sad or happy or joyous or worrying about credit card fraud or debt? Well, yeah, always. But um, I don't have anything specific. But uh, when you asked me about um, shows I used to watch, I I used to come home um, because I'm an immigrant, obviously. And um, as (laughs) as is evident by my accent. And um, I didn't know any English when I first came here. So I'd come home from school, from English school, where they would uh, sit me down with a book that said, Kate got on the bus. And then I'd, I'd come home and I'd watch Kipper at about um, half past three in the afternoon. And Kipper was um, a little dog that had a pig for a friend and they would go out and help fish that were struggling in rain puddles. And it was very sweet and very touching and I loved it. I didn't realise it was such a problem, fish in rain puddles. 
Well, yeah, where are they going to go? They needed to have a task force. I think it fell dinner. out of the sky. <laughs> so what was everyone else's favourite when they were I'm growing up? I'm having a moment thinking about Kipper, Emma. I'm still moved. Well, okay. okay um, we're taking our moment. Um, okay, so I... Oh, do you know what, Jenny? You mentioned something about a drama folder in the pub, and I'm <laughs> struggling to remember what the relevance was, but it was really funny, so I just want you to tell us about it. It was not that funny. Oh, wait, because you've appeared on TV. That's a good question. Has anyone here appeared on TV as a child? Because Jenny has. Okay. Now, now we can hear the story. Uh, very briefly. I Basically, I was in a drama club at school, and... Um, we all got they they managed to find a way to get us to watch a TV program being filmed, but it was very far from our school. Um, I don't know where it was, but we had to drive there. So we were really late when we arrived, and they'd had to film like half or three quarters of the program without us, which is quite difficult without your audience. But I think they had another school that had come, so they just kind of had to keep shifting them around so that it looked like there was loads of them. So they like were quite... in the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, so we kind of we just arrived late, and it was awful. But basically, we just got to watch it. Was it was got your own back being filmed, which was quite fun, you know? With the gunge. Yeah, it was that program where you could bring your like parent on, and they could say, "Look, they're awful." they make me eat my dinner and then I have to have my vegetables and go to bed early it's awful let's cover them in gunge um, yeah and we got to watch that being filmed so we got this that key ring and, and you asked me if I still had it and I, <laughs> and I said yes because I keep it in my trauma folder which I have kept because I created this thing that was like I was like in year <laughs> three right and I had to like create a sort of you're supposed to like decorate the front of your drama folder and like I think other people just put their name on it or whatever but I went a bit mad like little stickers of hearts on being like this is my drama folder but Jay Ross <laughs> was like this is an opportunity for me to win <laughs> so like no it was an opportunity for me to, yeah, right, to shine to, to win to show my to, to do something creative so uh, yeah I, uh, I made a little fold out so basically I took the front of it I took a, a cereal box essentially imagine a cereal box turned it inside out stuck that to the front so it's 3D but it would also fold down flat when I needed it to go in my bag but it would flip up and it would come out and I can't remember I, th- I feel like what it was was a, was a, was a pl- I must have put on a, like a theatre and a, like a play and there was an audience on there and there was also like like curtains that came back but I feel like also there was a castle on the stage so I feel like I'm because I, I remember there being a portcullis that came down and like sort of and she didn't even win the best photo competition guys I, 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 it I, went to Joey with a sticker that just said Joey on it is that accurate <laughs> talking probably, about cereal boxes I mm. made a Furby out of cereal boxes once because my parents wow. couldn't afford one <laughs> I don't know why I laugh but did it talk in my imagination yes Aww. that's a really difficult task though mm. Not very cuddly. Uh, no. No, did but it did it the job. Um, it did the job. What job does a furry do? <laughs> Sit in the corner and look beautiful. Oh, furry. that's nice. Somehow we've almost run out of time. I Thank you to the right honourable Jenny Rossdale. Oh, and of course, welcome. Ilya. And Thank thanks for listening. And next week is going to be our final show. Hopefully. It is. We've got Shan on the show. She's going to do some looping. She's going to be great. Really looking forward to it. Listen to our podcast on iTunes or Acast or Stitcher. Um, and I think we're going to finish if we have any time with uh, TV on the radio. Topical. we're talking about TV kind of very loosely. We talked about TV on the radio.